okay, so now we've picked this area and we've said, okay, this is broken. Now tell me, are you being a victim or are you being a hero? Right. Are you pressing back or are you just kind of shrugging your shoulders and go, yeah, this part of my life kind of sucks. Yeah, I'm just taking it. And yeah, I'm just going to take it, it. Accept it. And then if you are being a hero, but you're pressing and you're not winning. Right. Like that was me and my physical fire for a long time. Right. Like I felt like I was trying these things. I just wasn't winning. Then the question is, where's your guide? Mm-hmm. Like because guides exist to help heroes get past the difficult circumstances. So if you're if you are being a hero, if you are having agency and you're not winning, where do we need to go find you a guide in that specific space? I love that. Welcome to the Four Fires podcast, where we talk about winning in all four of the essential areas of life. Well, welcome to another episode of the Four Fires Podcast. My name is Alan Kemper, and I am here with Justin Lambert today, and we're going to dig into uh, topics around the professional fire. Welcome, Justin. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey, so uh, so you and I, whenever we get together, don't ever have a, a shortage of words, but uh, I wanted to talk a little bit today about owner mentality versus employee mentality. And it's not, and maybe employee mentality. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to like put a negative. Put in a negative right. term, but but there is just a different a mentality about people who are going to own their business or own their physical life. Or so, what do, what does that mean to you? What's when you say that? What do you mean? Um, when when I think about those two things, uh, or, or or you know the the two different thought processes there. It boils down to one thing for me, and it's it's excuses. Mm-hmm. It's sort of how you handle um, adversity. Is it an excuse, or is it something that you can you know fight mm-hmm. fight through and overcome? And to me, that's that sort of defines the difference in an employee mentality versus an, an owner mentality. Um, you know, an, an owner is going to realize that it's their responsibility. Um, it's, it's their obstacle to overcome. And you, you, when you turn over your shoulder to look for someone else to solve that problem for you, there is no one. And so it's you. And so how you handle that sort of defines, I feel like whether or not you're going to succeed or fail at whatever problem that you're facing at the, at that moment. And to me, entrepreneurship magnifies that for you. And it just puts it right out there in front of you that this is yours, like you're either going to pass or fail and and it's completely up to you. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting cuz because in the business world it really is it's oh and and you have a scoreboard. That's exactly right. Like that can completely quantify were you passive or were you active. Mhm. Um the first time I ever heard you use that term, uh we were actually going through the ruck together and one of our friends David we had we had agreed that we were going to do all these different activities and abstentions, right. and our friend David was going on a cruise in the middle of the yeah. ruck. And uh, one of the things that we had agreed upon that we would do every week was to do a physical ruck where we were going to put weight yep. on our backs yep. and that we were going to go for a walk. And he kind of he went on this cruise, and we were going. How's he gonna do it? You yeah, know, like what's he, he didn't he hadn't told us what we were gonna do. That's right. And you made some kind of we were joking about. Well, maybe he just won't do it. And you like 
<laughs> I did not let him off the hook. Well, to, to preface that, though, when we first had our, like, kickoff meeting about it and, you know, sort of our approach as a group, how we're going to handle this and if we, you know, if, can somebody miss one thing? And David was an advocate of, no, if you miss one thing, you're out. Yep. He was the head, head leader in that conversation. And so it was funny, the very first time when we, when we started doing it, the very first time that he, he, he hit a roadblock because he couldn't, he couldn't ruck or something. We had to carry your weighted vest. Yeah. And, and we were, I was like, you pick your kid up and walk around that cruise ship or put a backpack on or carry a suitcase or whatever. And I yeah. was like, you're going to do it. Yeah, and, and he did. Right? And he I mean, did, like, yeah, yeah. But, but I think sometimes it's that. That's a perfect example because you could easily have said, I didn't bring my weighted vest. So I can't do my ruck, mm-hmm. you know, versus I'm going to find a solution to this problem. I'm going to solve this problem, even though it may be unorthodox. Yep. And, and I think what he came up with was he took one of their backpacks, their family backpacks, stuffed it with as much weight as he could get. That's right. And carried his kid on his shoulders. Put his kid on his shoulders and walked, and walked around, around the, the boat. Yep. And got his miles in. Yep. And like, that's that, that I'm going to, I said I was going to. That's right. I will find win, a way I'll to win. I'll find a way. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. You you run a a company that does online retail, and I remember another example you gave me of like uh, the internet went out. Yes. And yeah, unpack to, that idea. Th- this was a classic example to me of the employee versus the ownership mentality. So, in our business, you know, we we have sort of a routine of how we market to people and. Uh, we send an email every morning, and people just expect that email to come. We we launch new products every single day, and so people get in the pattern of opening that email and 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 seeing those new products. And if you if you sort of skip that, people will start looking at other places, um, and, and their attention will be focused elsewhere instead of on you. And and so I remember we ran into a situation one time where the internet was out in our building, and so we're supposed to get the email out and. The person in charge of getting the email out basically said, well, the internet's out, so I can't send the email. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this is one of the most important pieces of the business, and you're telling me just because the internet's out in this building, you can't send an email? Like, you can drive to Starbucks, you can go to free Wi-Fi, you can turn your phone onto a hotspot, you know, you can go to the public library, like, you can find a way to make that happen. Mm Um, and if it, it, we always like send it at like 9am, well, it's like, you know, 945, why didn't you send it? You know, and then it's an excuse why we, we didn't send it. Well, then that still doesn't mean you can't go send it now. Like just cause it's 945, like let's, let, you know, let's, get it out there. let's get it out there. It's not, we're not going to scratch it and go to the next day. And I, you know, I feel like that's sort of the employee versus, you know, owner mentality is on. You take an ownership of the problem, and, you're, and you've said you're going to do this certain thing, and you're not going to let anything stop you from getting it done. Mm-hmm. You will find a way to overcome any barrier that that comes in your way. And I feel like, and, and I, you know, I don't want to put. I feel like we're putting a negative connotation on on employee versus the ownership, but it's it's basically like def- employee in my mind is like deferral mm-hmm. of a, of a problem or an excuse or a barrier. You're going to defer that to someone else. Yeah. And the owner mentality is I'm going to own whatever's in front of me. And that barrier is something that I am going to overcome, but I may, you know, use it. Let me throw out a word that I've been thinking a lot about uh, recently. And, and the word is agency. So, 
do you believe that you have agency in your own life? And so that is agency is the ability to affect change. Mm-hmm. I've been reading through a book, uh, Donald Miller's book, Hero on a Mission. And this is really fascinating to me. He, he says that in every great story, there are four primary characters. You know, whether you're talking about, you know, all of the fairy tales, Star Wars, and all stories, there's basically just four characters. He said there are victims, and victims are people who the circumstances of life are difficult, and external forces are repressing them and holding them down. So you have victims. You have villains, and I think the the core uh, of a villain is they make other people feel small. And then he says there are heroes, and he says heroes are people who the external circumstances of life are repressing them and holding them down. And they've chosen to press back against those obstacles. Mm -hmm. And then there are guides. And guides are people who help heroes overcome the obstacles in their life. Wow. What stuck out to me about that, and I think he highlights this in his book, is that the only real difference between a victim and a hero is agency, is this choice to press back Back. Mm -hmm. and say, no, we're not going to let the internet be out. Right. Um, No, I'm, I I will, I'm not going to let circumstances dictate that I can't do a ruck. I'm going to choose to have agency and be active. And that's the difference between a victim and a hero. Yep. And so uh, one of the things that's been interesting, I've actually been using this in a lot of my executive coaching conversations recently is where in your life do you feel like something is broken. Mm-hmm. Like, is it your physical fire? Is it your purpose fire? Whatever it is. Okay, so now we've picked this area and we've said, okay, this is broken. Now tell me, are you being a victim or are you being a hero? Right. Are you pressing back or are you just kind of shrugging your shoulders and go, yeah, this part of my life kind of sucks. Yeah, I'm just taking it. And yeah, I'm just going to take it, it. Accept it. And then if you are being a hero, but you haven't, but you're pressing and you're not winning. Right. Like, that was me and my physical fire for a long time. Like, I felt like I was trying these things. I just wasn't winning. Then the question is, where's your guide? Mm -hmm. Like, because guides exist to help heroes get past the difficult circumstances. So if if you are being a hero, if you are having agency, and you're not winning, where do we need to go find you a guide in that specific space? I love that. But maybe maybe that's a little, I mean, the... Owner, employee mentality. Maybe that's some of like victim, hero language. But I think maybe the core commonality there is this idea of agency. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, I guess the the question for me, you know, it's easy to say, oh, in my business space, of course, I take ownership. Right. Where is it that I'm being lame? Where am Mm -hmm. I being, where am I? Well, and I think too, I think too, to me, the success for entrepreneurs come or, or just in just in life in general, it's it's not necessarily just being a hero or a victim on a macro level. Mm-hmm. It's more about the micro level to me. Like they're one small little area of your physical fire where you are using that as an excuse or mm-hmm. you're not taking ownership that you can change that little piece. Because to me, and that's one of the things we talk about a lot is in our companies is Success comes from doing a lot of very small things right. Mm-hmm. 
not just on a you know a, a, a macro level of I'm an entrepreneur and I have this company and I own that I can make these that I make all these changes or whatever. But it's just the, the little bitty things that you're doing, just like that internet being out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's on a very micro level of that was the problem I had today. Well, if you let something like that happen every single day over the course of a year, you, you I mean you could you could fail completely in your business. Yeah. Um, just by letting those little bitty things slip away time after time after time. But if you do a bunch of those little bitty things right every single day, when you look back two, three, five, ten years from now, you'll you'll have a very successful company because of or or life, whatever area you're working in. Yeah. Um, because you've done a bunch of little bitty things right. Yeah. So when you uh when you meet somebody do you feel like you can tell whether sure. they have an owner mentality For sure. or an employee mentality? For sure. Yeah, it's, yes, especially just, just any little thing. You go eat dinner with people. Okay. And the waitress gets the order wrong. And it's kind of like, it, it's interesting to see how they react. You know, some people are okay with it. It's fine. I asked for, you know, mashed potatoes and they bought me, brought me French fries. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but if, it, if, if it's something that, sh- that you really wanted Mm-hmm. but they don't want to like be uncomfortable to change and get what you wanted. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I can apply that in my mind to like in, in, in a bigger situation, you know, if you're trying to make either your physical fire, mm-hmm. you know, successful, are you going to let some obstacle get in the way? And just because it was going to make you uncomfortable, you're not going to succeed and and do, you know, and do well in what yeah. you wanted to do. Um, that's always interesting to me. I mean, it's not that you're trying to be like a Karen and, you know, get on to people and yeah. the little, the littlest things. But if it's, if it's something that you really wanted, like I came here and I wanted to try the duck so bad because I've heard about the duck, you know, and they ordered the duck and all of a sudden they bring them, you know, a steak. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's not what I say for. something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a passivity. A passivity. Exactly. Yeah, like, oh, I'm just going to take what life hands me. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. And, then, and there's, there's situations where you, you know, you don't fire back with that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it's, it's a lot of times to me, it's when you can tell and it's something that you really wanted mm-hmm. and then something comes in the way of that, how you handle that situation is, is sort of a, it's indicative of how you would handle a much larger situation. I feel like. Yeah. I, I do think there's truth to life will give you what you're willing to fight for. Ag- completely and, agree. And that fighting, like, you know, there was a, a guy that I was coaching that you know, and you could lay out a plan for him. I'd lay out a plan for him. Mm-hmm. And he just wasn't willing to take the actions to step into a plan. Yeah. And so it's, I wonder, how do I check myself? Because, because this is why I'm concerned. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know I have blind spots. For sure. I know I have areas, and like even what you were saying about on the very micro level. Yep. It'd be great to say, universally, I take ownership of every single area of my life. Right. And I do think that when I take, have more of an owner mentality in my professional fire, that there's trickle over, roll over into that. You're flexing that discipline muscle on some level, Mm -hmm. but there are inevitably things I would want in my relationship with my wife. Right. Or things I would want in my spiritual life. Uh, Man, I wish I was, I had more, I I wish I would make more time for quiet time. Yeah. 
that's such an employee mentality. Oh, <laughs> like, it is. Like, it I wish, is. I mean, I, I, oh, I wish someone would make me make me study you, by, the Bible. You more. told me like, something one time about I can make your marriage better in like thirty seconds. Mm. And I'm curious to hear what I said. <laughs> you, you said that all you had, like, before you left the house every day with your wife, hold her by the hands like you did when you stand up there on your wedding day, mm-hmm. and look at her and say, like, you know, love is pa- I'm going to be patient mm-hmm. today. To recite, I'm, I'm going to be kind. It. Yeah, exactly. And it was, I was like, man, to recite First to re- Corinthians, but in the eye, in the in the eye, because mm-hmm. that's what you. I mean, on your day, you said you're going to love her. I will be you know? kind. Exactly. I will, yeah, not be. Yeah. And it was like. Wow, that was like that's so good, and like how easy would that be to do? And it's like, Oof, that's not as easy as you think it is to do, or or you're just uncomfortable, and you're like, you know, there's this not animosity, but just this tension that's already there a little bit about things, you know, that's going on, you know, whatever yeah. it is. And I was just like, that that's a situation where I feel like I have an employee mentality, mm-hmm. and and not an owner mentality. And it's kind of yeah. like, you know, I thought I was this. You know, I ha- I can handle everything, and I'm in charge of everything in my life. And you know, you just give me what I need to do, and I'll do it. And it's like, well, that's n- not exactly true. Um, there is a blind spot. You know, there are things that I'm I have that employee mentality. But I do mm-hmm. think that the first step in in solving that problem is becoming aware of it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then we talk about that all the time. The you know awareness, ownership, and discipline part. Yep. Um, and I think you know, there's a there's a lot of those you know little small things where. For, you know, first come aware and ownership, but then that, that discipline part, there can be yeah. a little gap there. So if you're riding down the road right now and you're listening to this and you're going, huh, hit pause and then say out loud the area of your life exactly. that you think that you are being, uh, having a passive kind of an employee mentality, mentality. in. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and then ask, I mean, like, if, if you are you being a victim? Right. Like, are you letting it happen? Or are you pressing against it? So name it and then write down two or three things you think you could do. Try it for a couple of weeks. And if you're not winning in that space, find a guide. Right. Exactly. Exactly. There's somebody who's winning. Like find your Yoda, find your Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's right. They're going to be the ones who help Luke Skywalker win. Yep. I agree completely. I like that mentality. I like that that line of thinking. I think it carries over in a lot of areas of our life, particularly in the professional fire. Another way to look at employee versus ownership mentality is employees tend to leave the problems of your business that you're all there to solve. They leave them at the door or in the building when they go home at 4 or 5 o'clock. Mm. And an owner carries that with them. 24 7 mm-hmm. and you know i have found that some of my best employees that i have tried to make owners and give equity and things like that uh i, f- I found that they carried it home too mm. be- before they before had, asked them to before before i asked them to and and that's to me that's how you can find some people that really really care about what you're doing what you're trying to build and it may not necessarily be that they care about the company as much as they care about you, mm-hmm. and they don't want to let you down, or they want to, you know, do this and, and help you and things like that. And so, to me, that's something else that I've seen where there's a difference between an employee mentality versus an owner mentality. It's whether or not you carry that with you. It's you know, it's it's part of your thought process all the time. Yeah, and and the irony is that you know a lot of people will say, "Well, I don't get paid enough to care about think, it. to care about this at home." Exactly. 
and you never will. Exactly. Because the care has to come before the cash. Right. Like, the cash doesn't come. If if you have to pay someone to care about your business, they're the wrong person. Agreed. There's a a quote or something. I can't remember the exact words, but it talks about do more than you're paid to do so that one day you are paid more to do what you actually than what you actually do. Yeah. Uh, And that could not be, like, more true. But I, I totally agree with that. I mean, pay, you know, do more than you're paid to do so that one day you will get paid to do more than what you actually do. Mm-hmm. Get paid more than what you actually do. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah, and, it, and it's the do comes first. The do comes first. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's that. And, and so a little bit it is, like, if we can give our kids that employee owner Ex- mentality exactly. or that owner mentality of like look whatever you do you own it exactly you know there's a there's a biblical principle of like <laughs> yeah. do all things as though working for the lord yeah. you know like this is if we'll do that first it'll all it'll all work out exactly well uh thank you justin for being a part of uh that podcast i enjoyed uh our conversation there Four Fires Tribe, if you are thinking about your employer, employee versus owner mentality, name that area. Name the area that you're kind of stuck in being a victim in and make a, make a shift to, to be the hero in that space. If you're really stuck, find a guide. One of the places that you can go to find a guide, and Justin, we were talking about this earlier, is in the tribe. Yep. Um, so the Four Fires Tribe is filled with a community of people who are committed to living four-dimensionally if what you're stuck in is in the physical fire go jump into that physical fire chat room and ask a question and there are people who know how to pull the levers there yep i think i think one of the things that that attracts me to the whole idea of it is i feel like we all want to be led and i feel like we all want to lead there's a part of us that want to lead in certain areas. There's a part of us that want to be led in certain areas. And I think that's what's really good about getting a group of people together is that there's a lot of people that are good at one thing that are not good in another. And there's somebody that's in that group that's good in that area that you're lacking in. And so I feel like it it creates an environment where you get to lead and be led all at the same time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, uh, that is a neat, well, it's, it's, it is the purpose of the tribe. For sure. Right. So, so jump on to the tribe. There's a link in the, um, in the description of this podcast for you to become a part of the Four Fires tribe. It's free. So jump in and uh, be a part of that conversation in that community. Justin, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it. Live intentionally.